Dog Smarts is brought to you by Purina Pro Plan Bright Mind, a breakthrough in pet nutrition created to nourish a dog's mind. Is your dog's food feeding your dog's brain? Discover more at brightmindeffect.com. Canines and humans are not just connected by companionship. In fact, we're evolutionarily linked. We're tied together by something far more complex, our brains. Join me as we take a peek into the inner workings of the canine brain through the lens of human cognition. With a mix of stories and interviews from leading psychologists, anthropologists, veterinarians, and dog owners, we're going to tackle questions of memory, word learning, nutrition, and even love. I'm Brian Hare, founder of Dognition and professor at Duke University in cognitive neuroscience. Welcome to Dog Smarts. Dogs can bridge a cognitive gap for those who need it. They have more jobs now than ever before. They help people with disabilities. Some perform miracles and detect health problems simply through smelling. They even make people feel better just by being present. Dogs have a rare and unique ability, plus the desire to work with, to be our best friends and our helpers. I've had cerebral palsy since uh, I was born. Uh, it's something I, uh, I've always had and had to live with, but uh, I've always tried to persevere through it because there were many hurdles I've had to go through. There was a couple doctors that said I would never walk, talk, or go to a normal school. That's Betsy Hughes. She's 24, and she has a service dog named Hanson III, a chocolate lab. We're a team, and um, I have people come up to me in stores that uh, remember Hanson's name and not mine, which I'm okay with because I'm just filler. Betsy graduated with Hanson in August 2015 from CCI. That's Canine Companions for Independence. She applied through CCI to get a service dog because she wanted to be more independent. Paul Mundell is the CEO of Canine Companions for Independence. A CCI dog is a dog who helps people with disabilities. And I think Paul has just about one of the coolest jobs in the world because he spends his whole life trying to help dogs help people to live more fulfilling lives. So what are some of the abilities that CCI dogs have to help people? I sat down with Paul to talk about a dog's motivation to learn. They're doing a variety of tasks, and we're really relying on kind of an instrumental learning ability that the dog has. And to do that, the ability that we're really relying on is the dog's motivation to want to learn. You know, not only can they communicate with people and understand what we're saying, or when we make a gesture, for example, when we point to an item for somebody who's nonverbal, perhaps, that we want the dog to pick up, they understand what it is that we're asking them to do. You know, that's a rare and, and really unique ability. And that ability, plus the desire to work with us and be partners with us, is really the basis that we're relying on. Jamie Togel is a leading supervisor at Leader Dogs for the Blind. He says that because of a leader dog, the perceptions of canines have changed over the years to the point where guide dogs are probably considered the pinnacle of what a dog can achieve, especially as a working dog. I sat down with Jamie to ask him about leader dogs who help those who are blind. We have a breeding program. Uh, because the behaviors that these dogs need and the types of temperament that they need to display are so, so specific and unique. The vast majority of our dogs are from our own breeding program. Mm -hmm. uh, and once they're born, they are paired with foster families and they're raised for the first year of their life uh, off-site in homes, learning basic socialization and obedience, etc., in preparation for their return to formal guide dog training, which is roughly about one year old. 
Some say that they would be better if they were a little older, but what we like is the dogs to have as long a working life as possible for our clients. So we found one year is a great time to start the training. They go through roughly 17 weeks of formalized guide dog training Mm -hmm. with the instructors. Throughout that time that they're being trained, we're also doing research on the clients who have applied to our organization for a guide dog. While we're training the dogs, we are also looking to pair those dogs with the people that they match the best. And that, I can tell you, is an art form in itself uh, because you're balancing so many factors of the dogs, you know, not only its physical characteristics, size, strength, speed, but also uh, emotional intelligence that the dog displays, uh, temperament and lifestyle needs that the person may have. So it's a, it's a very uh, skilled act that we do when we match a dog to one of our clients. What about their cognitive skills? Do you see any cognitive abilities that you think are important that dogs are relying on when they're successful? One of the most important cognitive skills that a dog can display is the ability to generalize. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have, you know, historically, it, is, it was always believed that dogs are animals that don't generalize very well to different situations. I know for certain in our line of work that we are looking for dogs that have the ability to generalize well. So mm-hmm. ba- basically meaning when they cross the street here and when they're training in Rochester, um, they understand that crossing the same rules that apply crossing the street here apply anywhere else in the world. Right. And that right. is that is definitely... Uh, something that we look for is dogs that have the ability to generalize well and uh, quickly, if possible. So they learn some principles, and, and then um, the idea is they can apply them flexibly in a variety of context. It's not that they have learned some rules they apply reflexively, is what you're saying, is they actually have to make some inferences sometimes. Absolutely, yes. We do a wonderful job, I believe, of exposing the dog and training the dog in a lot of different situations but we'll never encounter all of the things that our clients will encounter once they go home with mm-hmm. their dogs. So, so we need dogs that are capable of adapting with the limited guidance that a blind or visually impaired handler can provide. So now we're going to go back to Betsy. Let me tell you, at first, uh, I was uh, so not sure about even getting a service dog. I'm so glad I did it because he just is there for me when I need him. And um, he does the small things that uh, really make a big impact. He retrieves items off the floor. He takes off my socks. uh, And he's uh, just uh, such a wonderful personality. Uh, He's right there for me when I uh, need him. And um, he's very in tune to what I'm feeling. Comfort uh, can be given without words sometimes, and he's just amazing at that. There's been outstanding developments recently that prove there are more benefits than detriments to the interactions between animals trying to help people. So not only does it benefit people when they interact with a dog, it also benefits the dog. Many thanks to Betsy Hughes and her CCI service dog, Hanson III, Jamie Togel, a guide dog mobility instructor at Leader Dogs for the Blind, and Paul Mundell, CEO of Canine Companions for Independence. Thanks to all of you. 
Dog Smarts is produced by Panoply Custom Studios and is sponsored by Purina Pro Plan Bright Mind, a breakthrough in pet nutrition created to nourish a dog's mind. Discover more at brightmindeffect.com.